Happy birthday to me, happy birthday to me, happy birthday dear Marky. Happy birthday to me. My birthday is exactly three weeks after Jimmy Page's. It's January 30th right now, by the way. So three weeks, 21 days, 21. Beautiful number, numerologically. Seven times three, two prime numbers. Good. The number of Venus and the number of the Trinity. All good stuff. Right, Jimmy? In case he's listening. You know, if he ever did listen, he would not like me. I would make him mad. And that makes me sad because I think he's the greatest, but I'm not sure he's uh, would be fond of this podcast. Not because of the content of the music, but because sometimes I am a little critical of certain aspects. And, uh, you know, whatever. Hi, hello, and welcome to episode 40 of the Heart of Markness podcast. I'm Mark. It's my birthday. And uh, I'm going to party like it's my birthday. Meaning that it's 8.07 p.m. I am sitting in bed and uh, waiting for sleep to come after I do this podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is part two of our look at the 1972 Japanese tour. It's um, it's kind of an underappreciated tour. It's not bad by any means, but when you're coming off of like their last tour, with the 71 tour, was just the most amazing thing in the entire world. They went in with all guns a-blazing and just were unfucking un- 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 believable As you'd know, had you listened to my previous podcast, Osaka 71 Part 1 and 2, a few back, like, 20 of them, 20 episodes back or something. It's a good one. It's a really good one. It's one of my most popular, if not my most popular ones. So listen to them after this one. So in 72, they, uh, you know, they, they toured the States on the tour that how the West was won was recorded. And, uh, in October, they went back to their second and last visit to Japan. They did a handful of dates and they were good. They introduced songs from um, Houses of the Holy, which had not been released yet, but had been recorded. And um, last week, you heard the very first live performances of The Song Remains the Same and The Rain Song, which I was told last week were not in the same tuning. And that makes sense, except at the very beginning of The Song Remains the Same, Jimmy is clearly playing some opening chords from the rain song and they flow right into each other so i'm wondering maybe the 12 string is tuned differently than the six string or maybe for concert it's different tuning or maybe he was just playing the rain song with a different fingering in the song remains the same tuning anyways i don't know but somebody does so tell me if uh are they in different tunings were they in different tunings for the concert i know understand for the album they very well may have been in different tunings but live I don't know. Now I'm curious. I could have looked it up, but I didn't. But what I did do is I got my Patreon up and running, to which all of you are like, oh, great. So now he's going to be asking us for money. No, not asking. Giving you the opportunity of a lifetime. But we'll talk about that later. And it's 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 what you expect. You can give me money or not. I'd like it if you did, but it's also fine if you don't. I'm super happy that you're listening. Anywho, Japan, 1972. It was a good tour. Um, There's not really anything magical about it. There's not really standouts like the best version of or the best performance of. It's really high-level Zeppelin, and it's kind of like... It shows how spoiled we are with the early Led Zeppelin and mid-Led Zeppelin being so good so consistently that i mean these shows are phenomenal and the consensus has always been like "Eh, they're good but you know june 72 is better this is better this is better and that's true but it's kind of like saying you know i got a a 98 on my uh math final mom and she's like oh well, last one you got a hundred. It's like, oh, I got a ninety-eight. It's still great. It's unbelievable tour. Really underappreciated. I mean, people are starting to realize it now because in the reviews that I I have looked at, and the forum posts that I've looked at for this tour, the, more than one person has says like had said it's it's a pretty underappreciated 
uh, tour because there are just so many other things eclipsing it. But it's still great, and um, there's still great performances to be heard. And um, the sound quality of these tapes are not spectacular for this tour. They're good. They're very good and completely listenable, but they're just a hair short of excellent. Um, But that's all right. You already know that because you listened last week, right? So I asked on social media, said anybody have any songs from the 72 tour that I should know about? And um, someone on the Facebook group, which you should join, said Stairway to Heaven, uh, October 2nd. Because Jimmy plays the solo with an echo, a delay, or an analog delay, not digital. And Robert, you know, he hits uh, he hits the high notes. And that's the last time he's trying on this tour, is the last time you hear Robert singing or trying to sing in the, in the registers of the songs. 1973 comes along, he's got the new voice for rock and roll, he's got the new uh, melody for Over the Hills and Far Away... You know, there's not that many have I loved. It goes into the, you know, many have I loved many times and bitten. You know, he can't, you can't, you can't shred as maniacally as Robert without, without some damage. And, you know, he, he, um, he did some real damage to his voice and to his credit, he got his voice back by the end of Zeppelin he was he was powerful. Seventy seven. He's he he not only had range back, uh, a great deal of range back, but he had a force to it. Seventy five is a little iffy. It started off with him in the flu and uh, vocally. I mean, he got into it. But um, seventy two is the the Japan tour in seventy two is the last time is is the last hurrah of the original Robert Plant voice. You know, and and in many ways, it's kind of the last hurrah of the amazingly spontaneous and fun, fun, fun all the time Zeppelin, with one-off medleys and songs thrown in, like they did "Stand by Me." That stuff didn't happen after that very often, and uh, when it did, it it usually wasn't so involved. It was more references and, and licks thrown in. So it's um, it's kind of the last hurrah of. As I said last week, you know the Led Zeppelin who who would sleep on your couch, even though in '72 they wouldn't. They were still those guys. You could probably still hang out and talk to them uh, more easily than um, in '73. I mean, I'm sure there was still the the, the Grant and Cole um, um, boundary to get through, but it just seems like they were a little more accessible and a little more fun. And 72, and this is, uh, you know, kind of the end of the innocence of Zeppelin. So it's sweet for that reason. Um, they really set up a kind of a static set list. I mean, most of the time they did, but um, they really sound intrepid with the Houses of the Holy Material, because that's, I mean, radically different from Zeppelin 4, which was radically different from Zeppelin 3, which was radically different from Zeppelin 2. They go in different directions and different sounds and different um, spheres, different colors in a way. I think Prince referred to their music as as being in different colors. Um, And Houses of the Holy was intrepid it, it it was it was had a had an outward vibe of exploration and let's do this and experimentation i mean the song remains the same is a unique song i mean it almost could be in many ways kind of um almost a yes song if you just listen to think of the guitars at the beginning, you can hear Bruford playing some stuff over it. Definitely Chris Squire's bass and Steve Howe's guitar. I mean, the tone would be different, but you you could hear that. I could hear that, you know, maybe moving down um, or, or Alan White, maybe on drums, something on topographic oceans. Or, no, not topographic oceans. Relayer, maybe, um, you know, it, and that's not you don't say that a lot with Led Zeppelin. You don't go, well, you know, is that yes? 
Uh, no, that's that's Led Zeppelin, sir. Uh, big, big difference. Um, that's like saying, is that a bunny rabbit? No, 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 sir. That is a uh, rampaging, charging buffalo. It's uh, nine feet tall and weighs 3,300 pounds. This is a bunny rabbit. It's tiny and fluffy and weighs a pound. <sighs> and this is the difference between Led Zeppelin and yes. All right, friends, I am uh, rambling on way more than I usually do. So I apologize. We're 10 minutes in now and you guys are like, yeah, uh, this is supposed to be a Led Zeppelin podcast. And it is. So let's get to, there's two songs I'm playing tonight because they're long. That's what she said. Um, first is going to be Stairway to Heaven. And I think this is the first Stairway I've played out of 40 episodes. So yay me for not just going for, you know, the classic rock radio hits. But um, this is a nice stairway. Robert's voice is nice. And Jimmy's solo with the echo is interesting. It's cool beans, man. So let's listen to Stairway to Heaven from October 2nd, 1972. Uh, Holy shit. Where were they? The Budokan, right? Is that where they were? Come on, Mark. Get your shit together. I thought I had my shit together. Let's look it up real quick. Yes, Budokan, Tokyo, Japan, October 2nd, 1972. <gasps> he saved it. Heart of Markness. Enjoy Stairway to Heaven, friends. I'll see you in a few. Is when you might know. Stairway to Heaven.
wasn't that lovely it was it was stairway to heaven and i like how it wasn't completely gelled it's they hadn't gotten the i mean we all kind of know i hope how live stairway goes the tightness of bonzo and jimmy and some of the driving things i was listening for and they didn't it, they didn't appear because either they hadn't been fleshed out yet or this just wasn't the world's most inspired concert so it just wasn't um you know, that extra little shine. Who knows? It was good. I liked it. Robert's voice was beautiful. Um, I like how Jonesy comes in a little early with the Mellotron uh, for the recorder sessions or the the recorder um, part. And before it comes in with the, you know, do it come, he just hits the button once, probably just to see if it works, which is what I would do. But um, anyway, I just thought, think it thought it was funny. And, um, Jimmy solo with the echo at first it sounded like a mistake like whoops but I don't think it was I think he was going for it and once I got used to it I realized it was brilliant it was really a neat studied uh almost intellectual solo and I appreciate that and of course it's Led Zeppelin so it's kick-ass so I hope you enjoyed it I, I try not to uh you know like I said it's the only time I've played Stairway I think um, at least Zeppelin's Stairway. I might have played it for the uh, Jimmy Page Tour podcast. But because, you know, it, I don't want to bring out the, the chestnuts and have everything be, here's Stairway to Heaven. Here's Dazed and Confused. Here's Stairway to Heaven. Here's Dazed and Confused. They're excellent, yes, and there would be people who would be like, this is fantastic. But, um, you know, other than Whole Lot of Love, which is what I'm playing next, um, and I only play the whole lot of loves because a they're 800 minutes long and you know I don't want to cram them in all the time, and b because you, it's not the whole lot of love part that I'm bringing attention to typically. It's the medleys inside, and this one is no different. They do um, whole lot of love. 
a whole lot of love is the Oreo of the uh, cookie and the yummy cream filling is uh, they do killing floor. Well, it's listed as killing floor in the Louis Ray live Zeppelin book. And it probably was originally in the lyric, but it's the lemon song. They basically do the lemon song in the middle of whole lot of love. And um, along with, I think, hello, Mary Lou, goodbye heart. And let's look at the book, shall we? Because I forgot already. They do. Wow. Boogie Woogie, which we all know. My baby left me killing floor. I can't quit you, etc. And I think part of that etc. is Hello Mary Lou, Goodbye Heart. And it is a fun, wonderful, slightly non-standard whole lot of love. And I think you're going to like it. It's not the magical one from Osaka 71, which is just like the high watermark, but it is really, really, really good. And and like I said last, last um, podcast, 1972 Led Zeppelin is, it, it, it's, it's already awesome. These are, these are the slight, almost like grading a comic book or a coin, you know, is it mint? Is it mint, mint, mint? Is it proof? No, it looks fucking perfect. Well, it looks perfect, but there is a microscopic flaw, you know. So this is, uh, you know, an A minus tour for performing Zeppelin, maybe a B plus at times. But um, it's not for any reason, um, like in the later years of substance abuse or or things like that. It's just because you know sometimes you're 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 not in the flow a hundred percent at work or in your day. It's just you're just a little bit. A little bit lagging. I think they might have been a little bit lagging. This is the opening night of the tour. They just got to Japan. Imagine the jet lag. I don't even know what the time difference is. Um, but Graham Parker had a, has a song called Discovering Japan. And one of his lyrics is, um, When the jet touches down, my watch says 8.02, but that's midnight to you. So that's a hint of the time difference and a little bit of music trivia. So maybe it's jet lag, you know, maybe the change in uh, diet and food and their rock stars drinking, or maybe it's just, you know, who knows? Why am I trying to justify a wonderful show? It's a wonderful show. Holy shit. Sorry, guys. Anyways, listen to this fantastic 1972 whole lot of love, which just has everything in the kitchen sink thrown in and it's beautiful and you're going to love it. And it's also very long. It's like 20 plus minutes long. So um, buckle up if you're on a commute. I hope this gets you to work. I hope you don't have to break it, you know, break it up into chunks. If um, you are not in a position to listen to it for 20 minutes, hey, turn this podcast off. Listen to something else till you have a chance. Because, you know, it, jumping in, it's one thing to jump in the middle of an episode of something, you know, linear and sequential, like, a, you know, Dan Carlin's hardcore history or something, you can just take it and leave it and jump back in. But this is a song and you can't jump into, you know, end and go, whoop, lunch is over. And, and then the next day, pick it up and open it and have it start with, I, 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 you're not going to understand. It's not going to have the same impact. So actually, why am I trying to tell you what to do? I'm sorry. I, you know what? I feel a little off tonight. It's my birthday. Um, that doesn't matter. It was a wonderful day. People showed me all kinds of love. It was sweet and kind and loving. Um, but I am just a touch off. I am manifesting the vibe and the, uh, um, style and manifestation, manifesting manifestation. See, that was a shitty phrase of the 72 tour. Last week, I thought it was good. A couple weeks ago, man, I had a great one. This one, it's it's fine. So please, please, please listen to a whole lot of love. October 2nd, Tokyo, Japan, Led Zeppelin tour opener. Enjoy, friends. Here's one that's really got us here, I think. I hope it'll get us back. <laughs> Thank you. 
Now that was great. That was objectively great. The Killing Floor Lemon song bit was badass. I Can't Quit You Baby was badass. The whole song was badass. I guess they didn't do Hello Mary Lou. Or maybe they did. I, I didn't listen to the whole song because it would um, it would be tomorrow by the time I finished. But I jumped in at the Killing Floor part. They tried some new stuff. It was re- it, it, it was very, very good. But there just seems to be some component, some spark missing. Kind of like the way I feel tonight. I think I'm doing all right. It's fine. I feel okay. I'm just, um, I'm tired. My head hurts a little bit. And, uh, you know, I'm not uh, at 100% in the gumption department. And for some reason, every time I turn the mic on, I get a, a, a stuffy nose. But on the plus side, while Whole lot of Love was playing in your ears, I was eating a uh, bowl of pistachios. So that was rad. I love it. I love it. And I was putting the shells back in the same. It's in an oversized mug. And uh, I was putting the shells back in the same. So you play the game digging for new pistachios through the shells. And then it gets sparse and you go, oh, no, I'm out of pistachios. And then, oh, no, I'm not. I found another one. And there's always one more until there isn't. But um, that was enjoyable. As was Whole lot of Love. Good stuff. Good band. Bonzo at the end. Holy mackerel. Maybe maybe one of the issues is, at least to my ears, and I'm old, um, Jonesy's bass wasn't incredibly distinct. You could hear it, but it wasn't incredibly distinct. And Bonzo's drums sounded fine, but I couldn't really hear much of his bass drum. And, you know, his bass drum is where the magic is. So so maybe a better recording were one to surface um, or a different source would um, illuminate this show. That's happened before where where shows are like, that's not that great. A lot of the 75 tour, a lot of the 75 tour was like, eh, they, they, they weren't that. It wasn't that great. And then the soundboard revolution happened and all these 75 soundboards came out. And you're like, holy fuck, this is a great show. So maybe maybe a new source would uh, illuminate that as such. But anyway, we're coming up on an hour long. I apologize, folks. I really do. I hope you don't mind. Sometimes they run long. If I'm playing a, a, a 25-minute song, there's a chance that uh, unless I could trim down my, my ridiculous rambling and babbling, um, which sometimes I can't, uh, it's going to be a longer show. I, I hope you don't mind. But, um, yeah, so that's it for the Japanese tour, 1972. After this, they they went home to England to start their, um, I think they started their, their that Return to the Clubs tour, where I played the Southampton recording a, few, oh, a while back, where they played um, a bunch of little little venues in England, some as small as 800, and the tickets were just a pound. So for a buck in American money, you could go see Led Zeppelin on the Houses of the Holy Tour. Holy shit. (sighs) Social media. Social media. Twitter. It's active. I thank you. I have friends that follow the podcast, friends that I've made through the podcast that help me out and offer me Advice, praise, critiques, excuse me, got a cough. <coughs> Apologize, that snuck up on me. Um, and, and, and help with sources and getting shows. And um, I love it. Follow me, Heart of Markness, on Twitter, if you're on Twitter. And um, on Facebook, Heart of Markness, I have a group. Join it. I had to actually ban someone today, the first person I had to ban. Um, and it was just a scam account. Like a straight up old school, like Nigerian scam account. And it it bummed me out. And I was like, well, maybe I should warn him and tell him. And then I was like, no, what? Fuck that guy. I don't have rules specifically prohibiting it other than don't be a dick. But that was a dick move. And I'm like, well, maybe he's a Led Zeppelin fan. And he was just I'm like, no, no, it's it's scamming. And he's out. and He's gone forever. I won't even mention his name because he's dead to me. Ah. <laughs> Moving along. Um, 
also in the Facebook group, it's nice that I, I'm getting um, feedback. Like um, David Hungerford in the Facebook group. Hi, David. Suggested the stairway for tonight. And he was not wrong. Thank you very much. And um, the, the, the guy on, I think it was Twitter. It might have been, it might have been Facebook, in which case I apologize um, for not rem- remembering. Um, who told me about, oh, it was Reddit. It was on Reddit. Um, I'm on Reddit. I am everywhere. Um, told me about the tunings, the live tunings, and 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 or, and how uh, the rain song and song remains the same were in different ones. But I I don't know if that's true. I have to look that up because that's bugging me, and it's probably bugging me on a geek ego level of like how how dare you, how dare you. But if it's true, then thank God he did, and I appreciate it. Ego is a pain in the ass there, folks. Okay. Facebook, Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. If you're middle-aged like me, you're probably more likely on Facebook. Join the group. It's a bunch of cool people. It's not remarkably active. I'm working on that. But um, a couple times a week, I'll put stuff on there, share stuff. And, uh, you know, I started out like I, like I did last week. I started asking feedback. You know, like, uh, hey, what are some shows? If you have some tips or like a show that flies under the radar that I haven't done, let me know. I would love to hear it. Doesn't mean I'll do it, but I will if you're a $20 a month patron. $20 a month, Mark? Holy shit, are you crazy? Yes, absolutely. Obviously, you know that by now. But that's not the opening level. Um, Which brings me to Patreon, friends. Uh, I got my Patreon finished. It's up. It's running. Um... I think it looks good. I had a couple people look at it. It's cogent. Um, my writing has suffered as I've gotten older. As far as like um, grammar and use of commas, I use way too many commas. And that was pointed out to me. And just um, when I'm writing, I, I started missing words when I'm texting friends. When I want to be like, hey, let's go to the store and we will get some milk and some cookies and then we can have milk and cookies at home. I'll leave out words like, hey, let's store. <laughs> we get cookies milk like Charlie on uh, It's Always Sunny, the way his writing is. And it's disturbing because it's like, oh, my God, is this is this is this it is the, is the next step, you know, forgetting my keys. And then it's 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 shuffle shuffle daddy off to a home. It's just getting old. Is this getting older or I don't know. It's creepy. I don't like it. I don't like it. But anyways, <laughs> back to Patreon. Um, I've been looking at Patreon for months as I've, as I've been telling you. And um, the podcasts I listen to all have Patreons. I have friends who have it for various things, creators. It's a solid platform. It's what's done. I mean, I'm not going to be uh, advertising Audible and uh, the motherfucking cash app or something like that because this podcast it's small it's a niche market i want it to grow and one of the ways it can grow is for y'all to patronize me and not patronize me by like hey great episode mark loved it but um if you're of a mind and again let me not even again i don't think i said it yet this podcast is always going to be free everything you're getting now is going to be free forever there's no paywall there's no like and if you want to hear more um, this is it. And if you just like listening to me ramble or not ramble and you just scrub through it until you get to the music, which I don't blame you. Great. The fact that you listen is wonderful. If you subscribe to my podcast every week and you're a subscriber, just like in your, in your podcast platform, that's thanks enough. If you leave a review for me, God bless you. That helps tangibly, tangibly leaving me a review on whatever podcast platform you have. It really, really makes a huge difference. Um, And if you, like me, like the podcast, like Led Zeppelin, or like America. Oh, that's not, that's the wrong thing to say. Sorry. This this is a global, global world. (laughs) Scratch that. If you like me and you like Led Zeppelin, or you just like Led Zeppelin and you don't like me, and you feel like kicking me some money, you can do so. Five bucks a month, cup of, you know, everybody's like, it's a cup of coffee. It's a cup of coffee. It's, you know, it's a burger. It's it's five bucks. You know what five bucks is. I don't have to, you know, tell you. It's only a cup of coffee. 
for the price of, you know, this isn't a, a, a save the children thing or that sad Sarah McLaughlin animal one. It's me. It's Mark. You know me. This is how I be. If you want to patronize me for five bucks a month, you can do that. You'll get uh, for five bucks a month. I'll say your name. I'll say your name. I'll say your name so hard. Uh, every podcast. You get 10% off merchandise, which I don't have any, but now that I've got the artwork, I'm starting to put that together because I want to have mugs, hats, t-shirts, stuff like that. Nothing crazy, I mean, but cool stuff. I have a nice, I have, I I like the, now that I've taken down the uh, wisdom face icon avatar, a lot of people are like, dude, I love that. And I do too. So I'm going to bring that back. But um, the $5 a month, yeah, it's like, yay, we like this. $5, man. Like if we were sitting in a club and I had a hat or a tip jar and you wanted to put that in, awesome. Would love it. We'll love you forever. $10 a month, you get everything you get for the $5. You get the discount, but it's a 15% discount on merchandise, which, I mean, how much shit are you going to buy, really? A mug or something. But still, I got to give you something. And you get access to the super secret extra bonus episode that I'll be doing every month. That is 12. Yeah, I had to do the math in my head. See, I'm slipping. 12 extra episodes for $10 a month. That's 12 per year, I should say. See, I am not on my game tonight. I'm just not. I had too much junk food today. Way too much sugar. And uh, then I ate garbage for dinner because I'm like, yeah, it's my birthday. And now it's like, yeah, but you're 52. So I just ugh, was not a good choice. Um, $10 a month, you get the super secret show every month. $20 a month, you get the super secret. Oh, Jesus Christ. Super secret show every month. And you get to pick a show. I'll do a show. Tell me what it is. Doesn't even have to be Zeppelin. Can't be filthy or stupid or weird. Well, it can be weird. But um you know, you want me to do, I have a friend who wants me to do a show on Rush. And because Mark is a friend and has been a friend for well over 30 years and is a wonderful human being that I love deeply, I'll do a show on Rush. Probably just for him because I wouldn't want to subject you to that. But um, yeah, you can tell me. You have your own episode. If it's super niche, like people aren't going to want to listen to this dude, I'll just make it one of the super secret ones. But anyway, that's it. Patreon slash heart of markness patreon.com slash heart of markness if you want to uh <laughs> if you want to get behind this train wreck i would deeply appreciate it i just did it a, a soft launch uh a, a few days ago and i have two patrons already and i'm gonna read their names so you're gonna see what it's like and i googled them so i have addresses and where they work so if you want to murder them no just kidding what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> Ah, I'm so sorry. I am so grateful to my patrons who I do not want anybody to harm in any way. And I'm going to I'm not going to do last names in case you are murderers. But Jeremy, thank you. My God, thank you so much. And I I hope I don't butcher this name. Please tell me how to pronounce it. It's either Avi or Avi. I think uh, I think this is from Israel. Avi. Anyway, Avi, Avi. My friend, thank you so much. You are the very first patron, and I don't even know you, which means you just listened to this and said yay, which is amazingly touching. And I promise I'm going to try and up my game and not ramble on so much. But uh, I did my research. I don't think I got facts wrong. I love doing this. I love you guys. If you want to be a patron, wonderful. It will really help things out, help pay for the bandwidth, help pay for the media storage, help pay for the website, and you know just miscellaneous stuff and just support i don't have to i don't have to justify myself i do have to justify myself i am not a wealthy man that should be evident uh you know the bill burr bit of being 50 and divorced and sleeping on a futon well i'm 52 twice divorced and i'm living in a van down by the river i'm not but i am on a futon so i appreciate the patronage And Avi and Jeremy, thank you so much for being the spearhead of what will be the revolution that takes over the world and makes me a wealthy, wealthy man. Or 
just provides a little bit of a cushion so if my laptop shits the bed, I don't have to stop doing this. I can get another one or something like that. Or just buy me a cup of coffee or just support Led Zeppelin. Support Led Zeppelin. Don't you want to support Led Zeppelin? There's no better way to do it than give somebody that isn't in Led Zeppelin some of your money. All right, guys, this is uh, now just become torture by the UN articles of uh, human rights. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to thank you deeply for listening. Sorry. Sorry, I'm not uh, at my best tonight. But thank you very much. I love you all, except for the murderers. Although, if you murder for a good reason or in a hilarious way, I will still love you. So thank you, my friends. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Become my friend. Help keep me focused. Direct me. Guide me. Give me some tips if if I'm missing out on something. Let me know. If there's a show I haven't highlighted, let me know. If I missed a point, let me know. So thank you so much, friends. And I will talk to you next week. And we're going to have a good one. Next week is going to rock. I already know what it's going to be. And it's going to make you smile. Is it going to be Led Zeppelin? Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye.